What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. This is Danny, and you're listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. Happy Tuesday. I am so excited to be sharing with you guys just this kind of turn that we're taking towards relationships. I know you guys are so excited and really connecting a lot with that part of my journey. And so on my last episode, I introduced to you about Brett, which is the guy I'm dating, the one I'm dating, and just a little bit about our story and just really the key things about him that really drew me to him and made me feel so much peace and confirmation that this is the right guy, the right kind of guy, right? And so I'm just so excited to be here with you guys and just take this route of relationships and dating and sex and marriage and all the things you guys have like what most people don't want to talk about. Like I'm here to talk about with them with you and I'm so excited. My favorite thing to be is raw and vulnerable and as scary as that is, but I know how much connection that that matters to you guys and how much it matters to me. And so I'm just here to open up and share all about all the things, what to do, what not to do, what God has intended. And so if you haven't yet, please give that episode a listen, share it with somebody that you know would bring value to. And so real quick, you guys, I just want to share with you like, why my passion for relationships is so big. And so if you've been listening to my podcast, I talk a lot about my previous relationships and the people that I was around. And you guys, a lot of those relationships were because of my past romantic relationship. And, you know, I've observed so many of my friends. I think I've just always had this like understanding or like conscience of like, you know, growing up with my friends in high school and the woman behind my chair and just just really having a heart for women specifically and just our hearts for for dating and for love and for marriage. And I've been so observant of our behaviors and, you know, our reactions and the results of like what our dating experiences, um, the effects it has on us. And um, I just realized when it comes down to it, and especially in my life, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my perspective. So much of like our self-worth kind of as a result of like the relationships that we've been in, right? Even maybe it's our parents or our friends or I mean, mostly at least for me, dating and just feeling like accepted by the opposite sex and somebody that I wanted to be with. And, you know, especially with my last relationship, I feel like so much of my self-worth was just really lost because of that relationship. And it makes me really, really heartbroken, really sad. And so my purpose and my passion is just to be here with you guys and tell you what I did wrong and what I ignored and what I justified so that hopefully you can make the right decisions from here on out and recognize where you're at in your relationship and what you want for yourself and ultimately what you are deserving of and what God has intended for you. And so, yeah, I want to talk about the hard things, you guys. I want to talk about the mistakes that I've made and you know, how I got caught up so easily in the fantasy of the maybe one day he'll be X, Y, and Z for me kind of a thing. And, you know, that hardest decision of making the choice to walk away, right? So I just want to bring light to these thoughts because so many of them, like I said, I ignored and I justified. I mean, I had these conversations with myself for so long, for months, for like a couple of years, even my relationship that I ignored. And I wanted to bring those to the surface that, hey, this isn't normal. Like, this is what we deserve. And just to give just awareness to them of our thoughts and what's going on in our relationships and really give you some things to think about that are going to make this clear enough for you to understand whether or not, like, 
this person that you're trying to seek, like if it's worth it for you. So I asked you guys recently kind of what you wanted to hear from me regarding dating, if I was going to go into these topics. And I would say this is the kind of most commonly asked questions or theme that I got and was really along the lines of, you know, super good questions, you guys, like things that I really struggled with and are so, so good. So someone, you know, who's not really as strong in you as, you know, in their faith as you are, or how do I know if this guy is really a Christian or, you know, he's a really good guy and he has great qualities, but he's lacking this like one thing and it's the most important thing, right? And I always knew that. And I was just like, well, maybe, you know, maybe I'll be the one who makes the change in him and I'm worth it. And he's going to, you know, take these steps because of me. And that wasn't the case. And so that one important thing, you guys, that is the one thing, like knowing the Lord, having a relationship with God, like pursuing God, pursuing righteousness, pursuing God's intention for our lives. You guys, that one thing, that desire totally makes up the understanding of every other aspect of your relationship. Like if somebody does not know God, like they cannot know how to love you. Like, and that's just the truth. And I'm saying all of this, you guys, I understand. I will say this over and over and over. I understand how hard this conversation is. And I know it's going to be a hard episode or a couple of episodes. This one probably specifically, but I was like, this is one that I have to tackle right away because it's so important. And it's something that I was so blinded to. And you guys, I've been here. Like I know the hurt, like I know the gut wrenching feeling of seeing the truth, potentially realizing that they in fact are just not it for me. Right. And so I would not be doing you any favors. I would not be your friend if I sugarcoated any of this for you. And so when I look back, I'm like, there's actually very few people who spoke up to me. And that makes me really sad that majority of my friends and peers never said a word to me, you guys, while I was in that relationship, that I was actually worthy of more and kind of like, hey, what are you doing with this guy? Like, you're better than this. And you don't deserve to be treated that way until after I left the relationship. So I'm going to be the person who lets you know this right now, whether you're in a relationship or considering when you guys like this is what you need to know. And like I said, I know this is a hard conversation, but I think that you are worthy of so much more. And if I can do anything, you guys, it's to help you to not repeat my mistakes because years later, like there are still triggers and hurts for me from that relationship. And I just want to help you avoid that at all costs if possible. And if you're going through those same things and I'm here with you and we're going to work through them together and and healed together and all those things. But, you know, one of the most important things I felt like was on my heart when I was thinking about this topic was what it means to be equal yoked. And so second Corinthians six says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can have light with darkness. And so I've known this verse probably my whole life. Don't, you know, be equal, yoked, be equal yoked. Don't be unequally yoked. And I'm like, okay, God, what does this yoke mean? <laughs> right. And so I want you guys to know, like, I am no like Bible scholar. I'm just a girl who decided to start a podcast, share what's on my heart, be obedient to God, and share with you what I have an understanding, what I feel like God has told me about this and what I see as the meaning behind it. And so here's what I've learned about the meaning of the word yoke. It is a wooden bar or frame by which two draft animals, such as oxen, are joined at the head or necks for working together to carry a heavy load. You guys, we know life gets heavy, like season to season, no matter your age, like life is full of challenges and and weights that we carry. And we need someone who's on the same page as us 
to help to carry our load. Like a yoke is intended for two people to carry it equally yoked, right? And also Jesus says in Matthew eleven thirty, he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And when I think about that verse, it's like, Jesus is like, hey, I'm here to carry the load for all of us. Like I am strong enough to carry that great of a weight, you know? And so when life happens, you guys, like there's peace to know that you and your partner serve the same God who will carry even both of us through anything that we encounter, right? And so it's really about being connected with the Lord, being on the same level, being able to carry the weight together, being just in communication with God. Like that is my understanding. And I want you guys to know, like I have carried a yoke meant for two for far too long on my own. It wasn't right. There was not peace. I was fighting it every hour of every day. And you guys, it was too much for me to bear on my own. And maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about right now. And for being in a relationship, you guys, I actually felt super lonely and I was just tired and just utterly exhausted. And so you guys, this is not God's intention for relationship. He's like, hey, you're not supposed to do this on your own. And when somebody doesn't understand our faith, we feel really lonely. We feel like we're carrying the weight, right? Like, and this is, I think, where we get really confused because we're like, okay, well, so God, how do we know, right? You know, and I know that you have good intentions just as I did. I've never dated for fun. I've always dated because I had the end goal in mind to find my person, to find my life, my life partner, right? Even since I was 18 years old, my very first relationship, like I was not messing around, you know, I was like, maybe he's the one God's been saving for me. And little did I know it wasn't until, geez, 12 years later, welcome to the club, my late twenties and 30 year olds. It's okay that you waited. And so, but you guys, every guy started the same way for me, right? I was like, he's so kind to me. He's patient. He's a good guy. There's lots of good guys. And in fact, actually, you guys, my last relationship, I even asked God for permission. I was in church one day. We're probably like, I don't know, a couple of weeks into seeing each other. And I wasn't quite like, I didn't necessarily feel like the feeling of love yet, but I felt my feelings were really strong. And so I was sitting there in church. I'm like, okay, hey God, like, I'm actually going to ask you this first time I've ever done this in a relationship. Let me know if this guy is right for me. Like, let me know if I should proceed dating this person. And I want to know because... I knew that he had some experience with going to church and things like that, but I, I wasn't really sure. And so I was really fighting it. And I asked him and I just felt like, like, I guess nothing, to be honest. I guess I didn't really hear God say no. And so I continued to date him and I proceeded and, and pursued him and let him pursue me and all the things. And now I'm like, okay, I suppose one prayer wasn't supposed to give me this magical answer, right? Like, and you guys, we have to be willing to really listen. If this is the most second most important decision of our life, like we have to give more time and thought and surely an open, willing ear to God's voice, you guys, and discernment before we get so wrapped up and we are in too deep. And so, you know, even years after the breakup, I was kind of upset. I was like, there's a part of me that was even a little bit angry because I'm like, hey, God, like I asked you, I asked you since day one. I like, why would you even let me go there? Like, I asked you and I was genuinely like really confused. Why did I not hear God? And I think it wasn't me who was listening. And so you guys, once I asked him this like years later, I feel like he very soon told me. And I also want to like just clarify you guys, when I hear God's voice, it's very small. It's quiet. It's gentle. It's definitely loving, but that's why it's so important for us to be good listeners, right? Like we have to be willing to be free of distractions you know, free of like the desires of our flesh, you know, of our human flesh and be really, really willing to hear God's voice. And that is scary sometimes to ask. And I've, 
I avoided God in so many circumstances, you guys, because I didn't want to hear his answer, right? There's your answer. If you don't want to know the answer, you probably know the answer. But I avoided it so much. But how much harder was it for me to learn the hard way three years into my relationship as opposed to really, really asking God since day one before even having anything developed with this person, right? So we have to ask early and we have to be willing to listen early. And so you guys, he told me this recently. He said, Danielle, it's so black and white. Like he did not know me and you already had your answer. And so when I think about that, it's like, okay, there's no gray area, you guys. Like there's no, well, he's kind of Christian and we can love people where they're at a thousand percent. I still pray that guys from my past relationships, you guys, that they will meet the Lord one day, that they will have peace and understanding and um, eternal life with Jesus the way that I do. But if they don't know God like we do right now, right now in our relationship, then they just don't, you know, and that's just it. So trust me, like I was the best at hoping and wishing in one day. And, you know, I completely understand the heartache, you guys, the hoping and the praying that they will also run towards God with us. And there was always that little aspect of, you know, well, he had exposure to Christian mentor- mentorship at like a really crucial time in his life, or he went to youth groups in high school and, or he was willing to come to church sometimes. And I was like, okay, the seed was definitely planted. <laughs> and so there's hope, you know, but believe me, you guys, it is exhausting trying to water and wait for a seed to grow that God did not intend for you. It's black and white. Either there's a conviction and a desire to pursue the Lord, or there's just not. And again, I'm trying to protect your heart now because even after it ends, you guys, like I said, there are lingering hurts from our relationships. And so, of course, you're seeing somebody with good qualities, right? That's that's something I was asked. Like, well, this guy, he's he has good qualities and he has good intentions and all these things. Why would we be dating somebody who's not a good guy, right? Of course, we're going to go after somebody that we we like, we have similar interests with, that we have fun with, right? That we have chemistry. You guys, but there are plenty of people that you can probably have those things in common with similar interests, all those things. But so even if he has some things, right, that we are having in common, but not the main thing, we convince ourselves like maybe he could be it, right? And so the last thing I want for you is to have a relationship and something I like to call lukewarm. In fact, God calls it lukewarm and it's he's not a fan of being lukewarm because he knows the harm it has on our lives, you guys. And I'm going to be really honest with you. There is no better relationship that the devil absolutely wants you to be in than a lukewarm one. Not hot, not cold, just good, right? Lukewarm, stagnant, hoping, waiting, comfortably stuck, aka average, right? So comfortable enough that we convince ourselves to stay, comfortable enough that we don't have enough desire for more, you know, the immeasurable kind, God's more, And you guys, like I'm saying, I know this all too well because I was there for so long and I refuse to let you accept a lukewarm relationship. And so lukewarm is what kept me from becoming who I am today, right? Like who you hear on this podcast. And it makes me so sad that I'm like, dang, I became that girl. Like I was so willing to be more concerned about seeking the acceptance from someone who wasn't my forever than being open, bold, intentional, and fearless for the people waiting on being impacted by me and my story and my heart and my voice, you guys. And so I pray that like whatever you're hearing, you're listening and you're feeling right now, like God makes it so clear to you in your heart that you're hearing exactly what you need to and convicting in the right ways. 
And maybe there's somebody else on your mind that you know who is in a relationship like this and that you need to be bold enough to reach out to you guys. And so just like I said, like I wish I had more people in my life that were willing to be honest with me. And, you know, I could have avoided a lot of hurt. I'm like, hey, I keep hearing this repetitively over and over. The main people who did were my family members and then a couple of my close friends who actually were like in and out of my life which is kind of sad. I'm like, dang, those weren't even like my closest friends and they were willing to like say something. So be bold enough to say something to somebody else, you guys. And I completely understand that the idea of being without somebody can feel like just paralyzing. I've had multiple moments where I know that God convicted me and placed like heavy thoughts in my heart. And I just couldn't even bear the idea of like being without them. Right. And so But I promise you guys that there's nothing scarier than staying. And you have the power of the Holy Spirit on your side to give you courage. God's word, you guys, says take courage. The Bible says take courage. And I'm not saying that courage is something that has the absence of fear. It's not like suddenly like, you're up. I'm I'm totally fearless right now. Like It means taking action despite your fear. And yet, you guys, fear is also not of God. So that feeling that you're feeling of of the you know uncertainty and what's next and how could you go on and who else will love you you guys that is the devil right that is the devil keeping you in a place of being lukewarm and comfortable and not of immeasurably more and so call it what it is and who it comes from and reclaim the truth and love that you are so deserving of if no one else is going to tell you guys in your life right now surely it's going to be me you are so much worthy and I can't I wish I could like oh I felt like I was so blinded in that season of my life. You guys it makes me so sad. And to now be with somebody who loves me and loves the Lord. And like, I just, I am equally yoked with you guys to do life with and to battle the hard things. Because like I said, there's no perfect relationship. There's no perfect walk or lifestyle or business or anything. Like you're going to come in contact with hard things in life, but like to be alongside somebody. And the fact that like, I trusted that God still had that. You guys like, please do not give into the lie that this is the only person for you. I think that is like the most heartbreaking thing that I've heard over and over and over from so many women. You guys, I was 29 years old when I met Brett, 29. Like, please believe that I don't care your age or what you've gone through, or what mistakes you've made or what you hold against yourself. Like God is still a faithful God, no matter what. And so I promise you, as you walk in obedience and take those steps necessary towards walking away, you guys, God is 10 steps ahead of you. I remember how scary that was. And I literally had that mustard seed of faith to be like, okay, I'm just going to take this next step. He has plans for you. He will protect you. He'll provide for you. I definitely at the time did not have the money to walk away, but I figured it out and I worked harder and I did what I needed to. And as I was obedient and I took steps and you know, God met me and he walked with me, you know, and so be willing to walk with him. And you guys, most importantly, I think about this all the time. I feel like God's really put this on my heart. Is like, as much as you desire a man who leads you, who loves you, who constantly pursues you, who understands that you have the best intentions, that seeks the Lord, that desires wisdom, you guys, and God's will for your life, as much as you want that, like, and that you pray for that and you hope for that, and you pray that that exists for you, you guys, how much more does your Heavenly Father like want those qualities in a partner for you? as he's desired them first for us before we even dreamt of that kind of person, right? God wants it for you even more than you want it. So believe that he wants it for you. Believe that he has that in store for you and believe that you are more than able to walk away, that you are so strong. And I'm telling you guys, like the moments that I was the most like fearful, number one, I did not let fear. I like 
shoved fear out the door. Like I decided to take on peace and God's truth. And the moments that I was so terrified and had anxiety about happening in, in that transition of breaking away and walking away and moving out and all the things you guys, I'm telling you like the Holy Spirit came over me in ways I have never even experienced. And I was calm when I should have been shaken. And so believe that that same Holy Spirit that that took over me and gave me strength and gave me confidence and gave me peace is completely able to do that through you and through your season and through you walking away or somebody that you know. And so I just want to give you guys these prayer points to close us out. And so these are some things that you can focus on. And so number one, God, give me courage to ask for your will in my current dating situation. That's heavy, right? <laughs> and God, give me the willingness that to have to, to want your will for my life. So it's one thing to ask for courage, right? But it's also like I would say, if, if you guys, if you're having a hard time letting go of somebody, like pray that God gives you the willingness to want to let go of them. And I have been in multiple, I guess, relationships essentially where I felt that way. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't imagine being without them. Oh my God, I can't imagine not having them in my life. You guys, like God will change. He can change your heart. Like he can like help you to release this grip on something that's not for you. So believe that. Pray these things until you believe them. God, give me ears to listen to your answer and remove all the distractions so that I can hear your voice. Give me discernment to understand whether or not to pursue a relationship. Give me peace about leaving it if it is not your will. Give me reassurance that this is not the only person who will love me. Give me vision for my future and your desire for a love that honors you. And remind me that I am worthy of nothing less than immeasurably more. You guys, you are so worthy. And I know that this is like one of the scariest things that you could possibly imagine potentially because I've been there. But at the same time, I can guarantee you guys I've been through it. Like I was single for a full three years after that relationship. And I don't know what your next season is going to look like. Everyone's different. But I can tell you what God did in the meantime. And I would wait 30 years all over again for the person that I'm with. And there are people. There is a man who is going to lead you that God has intended for you and a sake he has saved for you that you are so worthy of and that will love you so fully and that every single day you will never ever take for granted. Every time I look at this guy, I'm just like, God, you what you chose me? Like, how did this happen? Like, how am I worthy of this? You know? And I hope he feels that same. I'm pretty sure he does. He knows he's got a good girl. But believe that's possible, you guys. Believe it. Hang on tight and listen to this as many times as you need to because we serve a good and faithful God, and he is so aware of the desires of your heart because he placed them first there, right? So you guys, please rate, review, and subscribe this podcast episode. This podcast grows when you share it, and I'm here to protect the hearts of and influence as many lives as possible towards your eyes and measurely more. And so give me some feedback on what you want to hear. You can um, DM me at Danny Cakes on Instagram, D-A-N-N-N-I Cakes. Or at my podcast, Instagram, imaginally.more.podcast. And next episode, I'll be sharing with you guys some of the habits that I love we've created in our relationship. And what I really feel so confident, I'm so confident about um, what's important to keep longevity to a relationship. So I will leave you guys with this. Proverbs 13.20, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffer harm. 